This broadcast of the PJC Media Network seeks to present wholesome, thought-provoking, and entertaining content. However, the views expressed by the hosts of PJC Media are theirs and theirs alone. They do not reflect the views of this network or its affiliates. Please utilize listener discretion. everyone and welcome to the let's talk about it with jenny white show each week we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes can be difficult to talk about these issues concern children and adults who may be autistic have asperger's or have mental disorders of any kind we will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with these persons now let's start the show Good evening, good evening, and thank you for coming to see, or well, to listen to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White. Tonight, we're going to talk about men and women, and we want to know that do you Men have authority over women. You have to talk to me uh, in a minute, and we'll see how you think, and it's okay. So I thank you for coming again for the 10th month month (laughs) of 20. 22. How about that? Because it's going to be Christmas really fast. So right now I'm going to introduce my other half, Mr. Coleman. How you doing? Good. Good afternoon. Good evening, Jenny White. How are you today? I'm fine. How you doing? I'm doing well, doing well. That's good, that's good. How do you like this weather up and down? Oh, I'm loving it. (laughs) I'm loving this little Indian summer weather for the the weekend. Oh, okay, If if you say that. Well, tonight we're going to be talking about men and women and should men have authority over women. And there is one verse in Scripture that was aware of what might say this. In Genesis 3, God says to Eve that one of the consequences of the fall was that her desire would be for her to be for her husband, and he would rule over her. Okay, and how do you explain Deborah? Esther, Priscilla, Phoebe, let alone a host of other women God has used in positions of leadership down through the pages of history. Take your pick. Until recent times when throughout Europe, the Middle East and Asia were unable to have any influence over the politics, religion, or culture. 
They couldn't own property or inherit land and wealth, and they were frequently treated as mere property themselves. We're talking about females, and women had no property or political rights and were forbidden to leave their homes after dark. They weren't able to take part in social events, and they were only allowed to leave their homes with their husband or a male relative. And, you know, I don't know. I thought that uh, we had gone past that, but not so. Not so. This is 2022. And there are still men who think in certain places, you know, in certain jobs. No, that's not a job for a woman. And it's just a lot of things that men still, still, still think that women should be inferior. So I don't know. I'm kind of interested in what you guys have to say because I don't think it should be that way. So I don't know, Mr. Host, what do you think? Certain old countries, they uh, still go by the old laws and you still have old rulers and dictators and authoritarians that believe that uh, women should be covered from head to toe. They should wear their hijabs over their head. Uh, right now in Iran, they're protesting uh, uh, men killed a 22-year-old young lady because she took her hijab off, um, you know, yeah. and, and showed her face. So, yeah. so it's serious. I mean, people, you know, still killing women for that. And um, so, so it's still real. Uh, they're over there protesting. The, you know, the younger generation is uh, a little more Western and, uh, you know, Westernized and believes that uh, more so in free speech, but they're not there yet. Uh, but here in America, uh, you know, I think that it's pretty much uh, individualized and based on how you were raised uh, in, in terms of, uh, women's positions, you know, in the family and in a, in, a, in a marriage, what those roles should be. And I believe that everybody has a role. I mean, you know, I think that there are women and uh, most women feel that a man should have roles around the house. A man should be able to lead his family. Now, I'm not saying every woman should submit to a man because I know some, some men that can't lead themselves, let alone somebody else, <laughs> you know. But I think when it comes to, you know, the, the garbage, taking out the garbage, I think if a woman has a man that's around, she expects him to do that. Uh, and so I think it's just a matter of expectations. I think a woman should be a man's helpmate. I think a man should be able to lead his family, and a woman should, you know, help and assist in whatever her assistance should be, her role should be. Um, some men may feel a woman should be, a woman should cook dinner every day, you know, or breakfast. 
Uh, not every woman does that. You know, there are men that That's take true. on that role in the family. Yeah, you know, I have one that some does. Of the women. Okay, so so I think that everybody has a role to play in in their family and relationship, and I think uh, it's uh, how you raise your children, what your children see, and it's an individual choice as far as what you can live with. You know, some men are the breadwinners in the family. Some women are the breadwinners in the family. That's true. So so I don't think it's a one-size-fits-all for people. I think, you know, it's what works what works for you and what works for your relationship. Uh, and then, you know, I think that some women are either single or, you know, so strong-willed where it's hard for a man to to lead them. I think some women are so independent. A man can't tell them anything, you know. And so uh, I think that in that instance, uh, you know, you just make a decision whether or not, you know, if you can't live together, you live apart. You can't come up with an understanding that works, you know, mutually for both parties then, you know, those two individuals probably aren't for each other. In some customs, men have more than one wife, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's if, true. Yeah. So if a man wants more than one woman and, the, you know, the woman that he's with and is not with that, then I don't think that relationship is going to work. So uh, I think everybody plays a role, and it's a matter of what role – is expected of you in your particular relationship? You know, uh, I, I don't know how to put this, but I think that the man and the female should do whatever. I mean, sometimes I take out the garbage because I happened to be in the kitchen and it was full. So I take it out and put it in the garbage can. I think that's okay. I don't think he has a list of things. This is for the man in the house and this is for the woman of the house because he does a lot of the cooking. And he was cooking pies and <laughs> and fried corn and um, some kind of meat. I don't know what it was, but he did all that today. And I didn't ask, you know, so he can do stuff. I think it's whatever you you decide. You know, um, if the man thinks, well, I'm the one that's the garbage. Well, you know, like I said, I had it in my hand, and I just threw it away. So I think you can get along with that. I really do. I really do. If you, you know, oh, okay, you took it out, fine. You know, that's no big deal. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it shouldn't be that serious. I mean, you know, you you just took fish and got fish paper in the the garbage and, uh, you know, he's not going to be home four or five more hours in the 
in the garbage is stinking. I don't think you can just sit there in the house with the stinking garbage right. saying, I'm going to wait for them to come on and take out the garbage. Nah, you <laughs> trifling like that. Then, you know, yeah. you're just going to have a stinky house. You know, but I think anybody should be able to clean up the house. You know, right. Or, I agree. Or whatever. I you know, agree. the last person to get out the bed should be the one to make it up. You know, uh, what you know, uh, whoever decides they want to wash the clothes, you wash yours, I wash mine, or you know, you wash all the clothes. So whatever works for, yeah. Uh, yeah. I believe, particular relationships. But I do think we need to be able to teach our young ladies how to live on their own, as well as teaching our young men how to live on their own as far as cooking and cleaning and all that as well. So I think everybody should be prepared in that manner. And I think that uh, a lot of women wouldn't have a problem having a man if he was able to to lead and, uh, and, and she didn't fear, you know, the bills getting paid or, you know, certain things not uh being taken care of if she didn't do it. I mean, some people work better with money. So, you know, who handles the money in the household? That's true. You know, so so I think it's really a conversation between two individuals as far as what works best for them and their relationship. That's and true. then you go from there. I, but it's a it's a partnership and it's teamwork. Yes. I agree with you on that. We have another person uh, that's going to talk to us about this. Hello, or good evening, Miss Lucy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was enjoying you. <laughs> I was enjoying you. In trying to um, uh, come up with some things, you know, I, I wanted to talk on this, and I saw that one was good and all of that. But when I was considering the Constitution of the United States, women are basically not included hmm. in the Constitution as far as being uh, represented. Now, they did try to do the, what they call the Equal Rights Amendment. And, um, you know, it has to be ratified by this Congress, you know, both houses, and then 38 states have to ratify it and stuff. And so it started off that way the Equal Rights Amendment, and um, it got down to where they had to start putting it on paper now so they can be fitted, because it can be, you know, put into constitutional terms and things like that. And it got down to where um, I was reading, it got down to where um, um, to the Trump administration, and he blocked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was reading that all about it. Not Here we surprised. go, you know. So it's, and they keep changing the date. They keep changing the date. They keep changing the date. They won't give a date. This keeps going on and on and on. They won't give a date. Although it's been ratified, it should be a part of the, put, uh, put in, in, in amendment form to the Constitution, but uh, it was blocked. And this is where, where we stand right now with that. And I, I thought it was interesting, but when, in looking at some of the things that we considered, um, then I got into where should women be leaders? Can, can, can a woman assume a leadership role? I said, well, wait a minute. Women have been doing that for years, you know. But they look at the fact that you're emotional, you're this, you're that. 
And so I started to look back through uh, not only the scriptures, as you put it, Miss um, uh, Jenny, but also just look at history in itself. You know, uh, Queen Elizabeth I, who was called the Virgin Queen, she took England uh, at higher levels. In fact, she defeated Philip of Spain with his armada, tore the armada up. It was her, it was what she did that kept England together all this time. And I was, I was laughing, too, today because I was reading today that the new prime minister of the United Kingdom, after 45 days, she said, I'm quitting. Right. <laughs> She's of the conservative right. party. She's had other positions there, but, hey, I'm not going in this mess. So now mm. they're fighting over who's going to, you know, Boris Johnson wants to be it again, who's going to be in the prime minister's seat. And um, but she said, no, I don't feel like doing this. But we've had a lot of good women in, in, you know, in um, leadership that have been doing the job. Now, now, really, women, uh, especially for us in our culture, if we have so many single-parent households, we have to pursue more money. The money is needed. At least if you have children, you can move into a different – hopefully you can buy a house in a decent neighborhood where you don't have to worry too much about them being shot, You, you know, you you know. You can put them in some of a school where they would help them more. You need money for all that. If you have special students, you need money for all of this. So they go into leadership positions, and they a lot of them are doing very well. I was just looking at some of the things, um, uh, like um, through the uh, Life magazine, um, presidential wives, what they did. And the main person they look at is Eleanor Roosevelt. Three, well, he served three terms. He had polio. She went. She went. She was the. Um, she was instrumental in getting uh, public housing here in Detroit. The Brewster Project. Remember all that? She did that. The United Mine Workers. She was down in the. Went into the mines with the men. Uh, down into them holes and all of that to see what was happening. What they needed in order to get the job done. The Tuskegee Airmen. He's flying her around. You know. She was. You know. Out there. And she created. A, you know. She did an awful lot. Women in leadership, you know, taking leadership roles. I was looking at uh, the Queen of Sheba, what she did, and Christ mentions her. All of these, you know, we've had to take on leadership positions. It would have been nice to uh, sit down and let your husband do all of this, but it's not, and especially in our community because we have so many single-parent houses, that you will take a job. No matter what the pressure is, you're going to deal with that pressure because there's pressure at home waiting for you. And you need all the money that you can get. And that's what I was looking at more so, uh, Jenny. Um, it's a lot of things that uh, it just became confusing to me, you know. That, um, I'll, make a comment. I'll make a comment on that, uh, Lucy. One of the things uh, in regards to, uh, you know, women in leadership and the prime minister over in the United Kingdom, you know, she resigned, but they were looking to fire her. They were trying to get rid of oh, her they were. anyway. So, you know, yeah, oh, yeah they, okay. they were they looking for her replacement as we speak. So, uh, so yeah. that wasn't by choice. She didn't she didn't resign by choice. But because uh, one day she said, you know, I'm not a quitter, I'm a fighter, and then she turned around. Yeah, and I saw that. Resigned. Yeah. So, so the pressure. Well, something. Okay, I'm glad she shined some light on that. Yeah, but I mean, as far as women in leadership, uh, I believe uh, women are very capable to lead. I mean, you know, uh, 
most women leave the households and leave the families. And, you know, like the old saying goes behind every good man, you know, is a good woman. You know, I believe that's true. So as far as women uh, being able to leave, uh, I think genetically the makeup of women, uh, you know, to be more emotional and things of that nature. Uh, So I think that's true. But I think like any good leader, you have to be able to manage your emotions, you know, uh, and so I think in some of those instances, uh, they say those women are being man-like, you know, they're acting like a man because, you know, they have to be tough in certain areas and do certain things and make certain decisions. Um, even in America, like you said, you know, back in the Constitution and, you know, even in the House and Senate, <laughs> there's a minority number of women. You know, there's not a lot of women in Congress and and, and, and even fewer in the Senate. And, you know, and even fewer when you're talking about black, you know, you're talking about black women or black men. So, um, so we are still speaking in terms of uh, women in power, uh, you know, way behind. I mean, even with women's suffrage, I don't think women, um, you know, received the right to vote to what, 1919, somewhere around there. So, Hmm. Uh, and then, and then you know, uh, and then the Civil Rights and the Voting Rights Act, you know, 1964, you know, they gave, you know, all Americans the right to vote. I mean, it was, uh, you know, so it's it's a challenge for women. Women aren't considered, like you say, uh, equal to a man's counterpart. Women don't, in most instances, make the same amount of money that men do. Um, so like that, like James Brown said, it's a man's world, whether you like it or not, huh. you know, men are making the rules, you know? And so, uh, but as far as women in leadership, uh, yeah, I, I believe that women are capable of being in leadership roles and powerful roles. And so, uh, it's just, uh, it's just a fight. It's just a fight for it, you know, uh. Just like anything else. You know, you know what's interesting, uh, recently, um, uh, Bishop Jakes, who, um, he had the woman thou art loose for over 20 years, you know, teaching women to better themselves and things of that nature. It's been a huge thing. It's been an international thing. And so recently he was giving that up because he felt he's gone as far as he could go. But then he preached this sermon not too long ago that women who are, in the corporate world, they're becoming mean and nasty and hard and all this other stuff and uh, because they're in the corporate world and they have to get the job done. He said, you're not being celebrated for your femininity, okay? That's what he was talking about. He said, and, and, and then you make it hard for a man to come into your life because uh, you, you, you don't leave an area where he can fit into it and, and, you, and, 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 and be a part of your life. This is what he was saying. Then he said, I know why you're doing it. He said, because men have hurt you. You've been hurt. You've been let down. You've been this and that. And now you're out there and trying to make it in the corporate world because you have the family and the house. He said, I know you can buy your own car. I know you can buy your own house. But you have to leave an area where a man can, can, can compliment you with, with the skills that he has. You're okay, and this is what he was saying. He said, but I know you've been hurt. You've been let down. And all of this is born out of pain. And he was talking about this. 
And then um, he said the problem is that God's choice was for the man never to receive from the woman. He is supposed to be the giver in every area. This is what he was saying. And he preached this, I think, on uh, Father's Day to the men. But the, the minute Adam took something from Eve, it was out of order. It threw everything off. So now Eve is the one that has to, that God has to use to bring back a salvation to the seed of the woman, you know. And that to him, you know, you've been pushed, you're being pushed aside because your seed isn't good enough anymore because of sin. And so then it would, it would create even more of a friction between them. You know, that would hurt his ego, you know, all of this. But she, you know, I've always said Eve could have told him, no, no, God, I'm going to stick with Adam because it's my husband and all this other stuff, you know. She could have responded that way, but she didn't. She said, okay, I shall do that. You know, and then what, they had, what she had to go through in order to bring about this, you know, the seed of the woman and all of this. When you look at it, but uh, even with Mary, when um, God came, the angel came to her and told her, hey, we are highly favored and all this, and God wants to use you to bring about this. She says, I don't know a man like that. But she, but she had her own wedding plans that she had to put on hold before her and Joseph. Now, she could have told God, the angel, hey, no, I want to be with Joseph. This is what we planned, and this is what it is. But she, but she yielded. She said, Lord, be it unto me according to your word. I don't know how you're going to fix it. And he had to fix it up because when she started showing, he had to, you know, make it show that Joseph, that she hasn't been fooling around because women during that time would have been stoned to death. It was serious. He had to handle everything for her up to the point where then she had to travel. All of this. She had to go through all of this. You know, she could have said, no, I didn't want to be bothered with that like that, you know. And Joseph ain't going to die into that, you know. Because she has the right, but she, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, back, that's biblical times. And so, you know, a lot of those uh, biblical uh, characteristics and things, some we carry along with us today and some we don't. Uh, But, you know, just to show you who's in control, it's just like they voted down Roe versus Wade which was a 50-year president in regards to abortion and women's rights and women's bodies, you know, to have an abortion, you know. So, uh, you know, the Supreme Court, when they, you know, voted that down with a 15-week ban in most places and no exception for rape and incest, you know, that just goes to show you how not in control women are. You know, when That's it comes true. to legislation and rules and, and and laws. So, you know, ultimately it comes down to telling you who the boss is at the end of the day. So y'all <laughs> better recognize. True. Y'all better recognize. <laughs> well, let me tell you, <laughs> there, are, there are men who stay home in the house and take care of the kids. And they had one of my workers was like that. She she, she was working, you know. I guess she had a little something, but the kids would come to her. She said, "Ask your daddy, ask your daddy, ask your daddy." Go. They told yeah, their daddy more everything. She said, "When her husband died, she was lost. She didn't even know her own kids." That's true. That's <laughs> true. Did, and so you know, those men we call punks. Ah, uh, come on! I'm just kidding. 
just because he just wanted to. Just because she liked it that way. Well, she liked it that right. way. Well, man. Yeah, she was she was the boss. She did what she wanted to do. She called the shots. No, no, she not. Know. No, they had a good relationship. She did what her husband right. telling to, but go talk to your daddy. You know, <laughs> take, take okay. daddy's in. You know, it used to be they would say you go ask your daddy. Even if what did your daddy say about that? What did he say mm-hmm. about this? Where did they say this? All of this stuff. You know, that's the way it was. And uh, she said she was very successful. In fact, she's been lost since he died. You know, all of this, but. Um, you you can see where you know that um, where the control is, and now it's getting really out of hand where there is no mercy in what they're coming up with in the future for women's rights and things like that. There isn't any. You know, uh, I look at what our our uh, governor has taken since her first office her time in office. She's been threatened, a house threatened, all of this coming up there with guns and stuff. She had to handle a pandemic, something that, that hit the entire world, and uh, they're criticizing her for that. She said, listen, I had to do what, was, what I felt was to save lives, and uh, they're trying to use all of that against her and stuff. But I think she did a superb job. You know, that's just my opinion, superb job in handling the, uh, the, the state. And she kept us informed of everything, you know. They had to be right well, on target. Go ahead. Well, you know... When you are in a position of leadership, you will be criticized by, you know, everybody, whether you're a man, woman, whether you're conservative or liberal. I mean, you know, nobody's going to get away without being criticized. If she had been a man, you know, they would have said said the same thing with her being a Democrat, especially with all these extreme right-wing militia people and the MAGA people, you know, just like they're talking about Joe Biden, you know, uh, right now in one of the uh, uh, races, uh, I think here locally, you know, they're talking about how uh, this particular politician voted 100% with Biden, you know, so that's a bad thing. She voted 100% with him. So um, I think that, yeah, you know, um, it's not fair. Life isn't fair. Uh, no, but it's a matter of what, what do you do? What, what do you do about it? I mean, you cry over spilled milk, you sit there and cry, or you do something about it. Uh, but as far as men and women are concerned, uh, I think that that will always be, you know, uh, an individual. I mean, you know, you ask the kids in any family, you know, what do you think of your mom? What do you think of your dad? They give you their opinion, you know. Um, and so not saying that one was right and one was wrong, but, uh, you know, back in the, the old days, you know, when men, there were, you know, men were the breadwinners of the home and the women either didn't work or they worked, you know, menial uh, domestic jobs, uh, you know. But there were exceptions, you know. Uh, Madam C.J. Walker was an exception, you know, uh, yeah. She was able to start a business and go a business, you know, back when times were very hard. Uh, so, you know, there have been, you know, there are exceptional women uh, through all generations. Uh, and uh, as well as, you know, there are exceptional, you know, men who are able to, you know, lead their families and have a, uh, quote, traditional uh 
family setting where the man is, you know, the head of the household. But like you said, there are, you know, uh, especially in the black community, a lot of single parent households. That's what you're dealing with. Where the women, yeah, the women are the head of the household. And so, you know, uh, and if the woman is raising young men and there's no dad in the house, you know, what examples of a man does the young men have? Um, some instances they don't necessarily have positive views of black men. You know, you go to school, it's predominantly female teachers, you know, and so. Uh, That's true. I think that uh, in a lot of instances, you know, speaking, you know, in the black community, you know, there are young men that can raise, be raised, and grow up without an example of a father in the household or what a man's role is supposed to be. And so, you know, you can find a lot of men with female characteristics. They, That's true. You know, they could be overly emotional because they were raised by they were raised by a woman. Female. And not mm-hmm. that. Yeah, women are females, so yeah, it was raised by a woman. So not okay, you know, that. also, yeah, yeah. I know ahead. for my children, um, I tried to get, um, uh, especially I had the three boys. I tried to get someone, some of the men at the church, or something to talk with them, and you know, all of this, but I couldn't get that. So I had to find, because I had the insurance, I found a, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, who dealt with all right. us, you know children and uh especially for my oldest son you know to give them something they didn't want the one all we got to go there we got to go this and the thing that really caught hold of them we were going in they looked at his car mama look at that car look at that car i said what's wrong with the car all right look, he got a jaguar he jagged that's a jaguar right. mama that's a jaguar so here's the black man educated upstanding the community they caught the sign of that car. Like they talk about the Tesla and all that. I don't even know what them cars is. But they saw the Jaguar, uh-huh. and so they could talk to him. They felt good. And I kept my kids under him until he finally he moved out of Detroit. But I took them right. every day, not every day, every week, for someone to talk to them and stuff because I couldn't get anyone in the family to, you know, I told the one guy, I said, listen, I'll pay for everything. You just take my three boys to the basketball game with your son. No, I'm taking care all of right. this one. These Christians. I'm just taking care of this one, my own, okay? You know, so I had to find a way to help them, find a way, you know, to deal with it. And that was my way out, you know, um, to uh, have them, you know, they talked with him and and worked with him. He was really good with the kids, especially with my oldest son. And I was glad of that. I had to find a way, you know. Then I'm going to tell you, too, I want uh, this one time, go ahead. No, go ahead, Luke. You finished. Was one time, okay, Luke, I wanted him to, um, I was working for uh, Detroit Rescue Mission Ministries, and they have a camp. And uh, they, were gonna, uh, they were going to take the boys up the, canoeing up the Huron River or something like that and teach them how to live in the open. And I thought, oh, that would be real good. So I had to pay for it and everything. And, you know, come to find out, two white women took them. I was like the big wow. man to get out there. Fishing and stuff. Wow. No, then they had to come back early. So Luke said, please tell my mama, we're coming back early. But it's not my fault. It's not my fault, you know. <laughs> you know, but I thought it was going to be just two white women took them, showing them how to live in the wild, 
how to do this, how to do that. Because you can't do. find a man no. that wanted to do that. You can't. That. They're not, you know, it's not there. It's not that you don't want to, you know. And I paid for that trip for them, you know. But um, you can't well, find you it. Did just the best, you did the best you could to provide what, I, what you felt was necessary for your yeah. male children that you knew that you couldn't offer them. And, I mean, that's the best that a parent can do. Um, and even, you know, even being a male parent, uh, sometimes, you know, uh, men are limited with their knowledge. You know, not every man knows how to break down an engine in a car and build it back together, you know, or build a house, you know. Uh, uh, and so I think that the skills that we don't have, that a man doesn't have, I think he needs to, you know, learn. I think he needs to a try, you know. Um, so, you know, like I said, it's not one size fits all. You know, every person is not yeah. the same. Um, you know, I think, you know, and even if your dad is in the house, you know, your dad may not be a mechanic. He may not be, you know, a uh, handyman type of dad, you That's know, true. but as long as he gets things taken care of, you know, whether if he can't do it, you know, being able to make sure that it gets done, you know, I think that's the most important thing. But if he can't, you know, do any critical thinking and, and problem solving, then, you know, that's a weak man, you know. But I think that, you know, men have to be taught uh, a skill set. Well, men have to – well, let me say it this way. Men have to be taught how to be men. You know, I think that – you know, that's important. Uh, a man needs to have someone he can confide in and talk to, especially women. Women have, have all these groups and support groups and black girls rock and, you know, this and they got that. But there's not a lot of those groups for men, you know. Um, and so who does a man talk to uh, yeah. when it comes to those type of things? Uh, and I think that it's important that men have that. I mean, it's, it's you know, it can be rough being a man. Sometimes, you know, you don't it know is, yeah. certain things until you reach a certain age. You'd be like, okay, well, you know, it would have been nice if uh, somebody had told me to look for this. <laughs> you, know, you know what? You know, and that's all, all you know, and good, but females need their dads as well. They need it. I know that the young men do because they need to be taught how to be a man. You know, what are you supposed to do? This You're supposed to do this. And, you know, you're supposed to have your family do what you're supposed well, I mean, to do to keep your family open going. doors for you know open doors for women old doors for women you know thing pull out the seat for a woman at the table you know those type of things uh that's you know polite and that's good when you teach your child mm-hmm. how to you know don't you run through that door you see your sister now you wait until your sister gets inside the building. So I think that's a good thing that men should do. And that's a small small thing, you know. But if he sees 
if he sees his dad doing that to his mother, he's going to automatically do it. And if daddy's oh, yeah, not there, right. yeah. if his daddy's not there this particular day, he's going to open that door for mom. Mm-hmm. So that to me is more than, did you send me the money for your child? You know, that's the well, let me, let, me, let me tell you. Let me, let me. You know, I was at. Uh, I was in a parking lot, and sitting in the car. And you know, man, and his young daughter. She was probably about ten. They got out, went in the sporting goods store, and when they came back out, you know, the dad got in his in the driver's side, and the young lady stood out by her door, waiting oh. for him to open the door. <laughs> and so when she looked at him. Good for you her. know that now this was this was a white man and a white girl. He pulled off. He backed up and pulled off on her, and she ended up and left her standing there. And what? so she had to run. Now he ended up stopping. I mean, he pulled probably oh, about three or four oh. cars away. But you know, oh. it was pretty much like I ain't got time for this. And so she had to run to the car. And then oh. when she got in the car, I heard I heard her say, "You suck." And I and That's I understood. Her. She expected him to open the door and he was pretty much like, you know, I ain't, I ain't got time for that. And so, you know, that wasn't a good example for him. To no, teach it her. wasn't. Have you that know, child but, uh, running like that. No. Yeah, that you was know, one... cool. So no, go ahead. One thing um, um, I was listening to um, this man, and who I, I took some counseling too for myself, and he was talking. I was saying, how come men always go off with so much woman, even if they're married? And I'm just downing them, you know, just bad mouthing them. And so he looked at. He was a white guy. He said, Lucy, men have different drives than women. <laughs> hmm. I know he told me that. They did. He said maybe he said the same drives, the drive that he has. You'll see. Bambi out there, and and y'all gonna be starving in the house. He gonna go out there and grab Bambi and kill Bambi and trample her down and put her on the table. The same okay. drive. That's the type of drive that he has. He's going to feed his family. You know, you like well, don't kill it. Uh-uh. We gonna put here Bambi between two pieces of bread and y'all gonna eat. This is the way he is. Okay. He said men have different drives. They have different drives. They have their, their motivation is altogether different. And then he told me something. He said, listen, he said, men don't stay. When it really gets bad, men will go off. They will walk off and will not come back. He said, your huh. father stayed. And it's true. My parents were married 41 years. They've been fighting, acting, getting out. In fact, I felt like I was in the way. Let me get out the way. And, you know, all this. Wow. But he said, your father stayed. And Bishop Jake just saying, if a man stays, he made the grade. That's how concerned. Because he has to deal with everything, you know. Uh, he has to deal with work, trying to feed his family, trying his own personal ego. All your mother pulling at him, the children pulling at him. That when he goes out to make a living, they're pulling at him. And then he gets home, and the money is limited. He's got to make that cover the bills. He's got to make it do this and that. All of that pressure is on him. And then after a while, when you start getting older, they used to have to deal with some type of cancer or something. Now he's dealing with his health problems. He yeah, said, this no, is what's happening in men's lives. It keeps going on and on, the pressure that is on him. And a lot of things I learned about my father years 
He told me this. He said, Lucy, you should clear conscience with your father. I said, what? He's the one that did this. this. He said, no, for your poor attitude toward him. Hmm. And so anything, he said, just clear the air. Get it out the way. And so finally, I got enough, enough guts to do that. And I just let my father know. I said, Daddy, because sometimes I didn't have a, I just had a poor attitude. And baby, I forget you. He said, but listen, baby, a lot of times I wasn't right myself. And that was something my father had never visited in All his right. life. Right. I wasn't right myself. And from then on, my whole relationship with my father changed. All right. In fact, when All I was right. going through something, I came over to my house. I was just broken. And I was looked at that. I said, Daddy, will you pray for me? And he looked at me. And he, he got on his knees. <laughs> and he prayed for me until I felt better. And then he started trying to teach me a lot of things, you know, and like that, but, you know. But he was, he was there. When I couldn't talk to my mother, I could talk to him because the relationship had been restored where, you know, like if the right. girl needs her father, I was older, making more money than my father. But yeah, I still needed my father. That's true. It is, you know. You, know. And, um, you see that. That's yeah. just like in a relation. Well, that's just like, you know, the old saying goes, you can show, I can show you a pretty woman and I can show you a man that's tired of her. Yeah, you know, so you know, I think I think that you know, for the most part, men really just want their peace. Um, that's just like sometimes you know you'll have a woman, and then you know that relationship doesn't work, and you'll see him, and he's with with what they you know would consider an ugly girl. They're like, you know, how did he go from you know that fine woman to this ugly woman? You know, huh. but what they don't understand is how that ugly woman makes them feel. That's right. You know, and she makes him. She makes him feel like a man. You know, and and hopefully, you know, he's worthy of of that. But uh, I think that sometimes uh, we just don't speak the same languages, and we don't understand uh, each other. Uh, But you know, communication is is key, and like you said, communication is key. Got that right? Yes. I yeah, really you have to, know how to talk to your father, and you know, and him, you know, talking you man to woman, you know, not just father to daughter, but man to woman, and he broke down, and he was vulnerable with you, and like you said, said something that you had never heard him say, and 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 was probably more vulnerable than he had ever been with you, and it, it like is. you said, changed your relationship. So it did. I learned a lot of things through my aunt about my my father. He saw his brother right. lynched. Mm. Now he had he saw his brother lynched. Well, you know, that's a whole different yeah. set of trauma that you carry through your life. Yeah, he yeah. carries that. Yeah. He carries that. So I think you know we, well you know, the old saying goes is women, uh, what they say, raise their sons and love their daughters, something like that. You know, raise their daughters, uh, raise and love their daughters, and yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. So, yeah, uh, they teach, so teach the girls what to do. But you, you know, um, you have to, yeah. there's this uh, what Lydia on um, TV, and she cooks, and that woman has shown shown how. Her male, she's learned him them how to cook as well as the females. Now, you think it's oh, yeah. okay for the females, but 
her males, and they will call her. Well, you know, I tried this, this, and this, and what else do you do? I need or I did it right, and she'll tell them because they're on television. I think that's wonderful of young men. It is. They're open, yeah, open for suggestions, yeah, open to the yeah. break, you know change. You know, it doesn't uh, demasculate them or what you know take away the masculinity. Right. You learn. She was huh? a cook. She was a cook. She has uh, restaurants, and she taught those young men how to cook, and I thought that was wonderful. Uh, nobody taught oh, yeah. me how to fit, how to cook. <laughs> nobody, but I, I struggled. <laughs> I struggled. Yeah, well, we, I don't remember missing any meals, you know. Right. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did the best I could. I didn't have anybody showing me anything. As a matter of fact, my dad was uh, very soft, and he was very quiet, and he didn't have a lot to say. And that was one thing that I I didn't like because we didn't have a lot of um, conversations. You know, and my mother was already gone, so that was, you know, it was just something that I missed. But mm-hmm. you know, and I think that some women personality, and you, you know, and I'm sure that you know everybody will know somebody or seen somebody where the man just seems so meek and quiet, and the woman is just, you know. She's the, the 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 one that talks the most, and right. you know it's like she's running him, and you know he just he doesn't say much, and he goes along. But yes. you know, you know, he gets I his think point that, across. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some some you know some he gets his point and got to go through all emasculate that. Emasculate men, you know, emasculate a man, you know. Uh, uh, but not to speak bad about women. I mean, some men can be abusive as well. I mean, you know, just say nasty things, and they don't have to hit, you know, physically hit you, but they can be, you know, verbally or mentally abusive. That's you know, true. Uh, and you know, to the point where they lower the woman's self-esteem, and maybe she had dreams she no longer has, and you know, she just feels trapped because he's controlling and things of that nature, and I think it goes both ways. I think, you know, a man could be that way in a relationship as well as a woman. You know, That's some true. men get abused physically by their, their That's wives. That's true. Absolutely. Yep. That's so, true. yeah, it's, it's not just, <laughs> you know, men abusing women. Sometimes women abuse men. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you might. know, I think... <laughs> It's just a matter of how you raise the kids, what you want, you know, your children's vision of the world to be. So, you know, you try to put your best foot forward and do the best you can. And like your dad said, you know, um, you know, we go through things. So, you know, being a parent is on the job training. And while you being a parent and you're growing, you're still right. learning and growing, you making mistakes. Yeah, that is you so know. right. Yes, yes, you yes. You just try to. And just you try do the to, best know, that you can. Sure. You, you yeah, you do the best you can. Yeah. So Sometimes we're not the best communicators. Sometimes we don't communicate very well with our children. You know? That's true. And so, That's 
So some some children grow up to be abusive. I mean, well, not let me not not abusive, but that's why I don't believe in corporal punishment. I don't believe in teachers spanking children. Um, you know, and at one point in elementary, you know, they were pat they were paddling us in school, you know, with a paddle. Oh yeah. But then I I thought as an adult, I was like, you know what? Some of these adults got issues. Uh-huh. Biases That's what they do. and things of that nature. You know, they could come to school mad because of what's going on at their house, and then you piss them <laughs> off, and they want to take it out on you when they paddle you. You know, I'm like, nah, nah, I don't agree with that. You know, call the parent, and you know, let the parent deal with it. You know, y'all work out, work out something. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. teachers are human. And, you yeah, know, like but they, they, they are not supposed to, you know, I had an English uh, teacher, and I don't know what I was doing. I was probably running my mouth, but she would always hit me in my back. She would just mm-hmm. hit me in my back. And well, the only thing about it, yeah, well, she hit me in the back. And that's my well, English what? teacher. Hmm? What was she hitting you with? In my back. Her hand or with her hand or with a ruler? Or... No, with her hand, she... balling it up oh, and okay. hitting me in my back. Wow. But every year wow. we had um, in school, you know, uh, every so often the year, the teachers would choose a person that had good, you know, a good person that had good uh, grades and whatever and they would be the teacher for that particular day and then the one that had the bet, the most uh, good grades they were the president I mean the principal mm-hmm. of the school and every year she would choose me she would choose me, wow. and I would be the English teacher for that. Did you hit her in the day. back? But she she gonna hit me in the back. <laughs> yeah, did you hit her in the back when you was the teacher? No, 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 no. Right, did you, right. Did you run up to a pop? Now how you like that? Right, I should have done it, but I didn't know. <laughs> but you know, I I tell you. It's something. It's something. You know, life is uh, interesting. It's just interesting. It really is. So I think I think we have said quite a lot about parents. I think that's pretty good. Women in leadership. I'm sorry. And also women in leadership. Women in leadership. Oh, yeah. You know, women are good. When you have to do that, you'll find a way. You will find a way to do it. Now, it does, you know, uh, does uh, present, uh, you have to get a certain attitude about it. Because people will walk over just just for the fact that you're a woman. If you're a black woman, you really have a hard time. Because it's usually the black people are going to do you in. You're going to have it. Yeah, you have to learn to stand your ground and get the job done. Because they're not going to look at those people out there that you're supposed to be supervised. They're going to look at you. 
you have to get the job done and do it well. But most, you have to of time, most of the time, women do. They we do. do. We have to. They, you have. You have to. You have to. Oh yeah. You really have to. Oh yeah. You have to do yeah, it, and they do. have been doing. It, you know, a lot of my workers who worked with me when I was at uh, at social services, a lot of them became. You know, got into man- the ones that wanted to be in management. They got into management and still did a very right. good job. Good. They did a very good job. Well, you very, taught them, very you taught them well. You know, you you taught them yeah, well. I had to. So, I had to also learn too. Yeah. Yeah, learn, I mean, you know, you know we uh, we all as individuals need to strive to be the best that we can be, uh, and it's always good if we have a role model that we can uh, emulate or someone that can assist us, you know, with having direction. I mean, you know, you have to teach, uh, you know, young men and young ladies to have goals and plans and, you know, how to accomplish those goals and, uh, you know, how to be resilient and persistent because life is going to knock you down, you know. Like you said, how many times you get knocked down and more you got to keep getting up. Oh yeah. Did you have to get and up so and I think those are the lessons that we have to teach these kids and you know, not that everything is going to be great, your life is gonna be wonderful every day, you're gonna people are gonna treat you right and treat you nice. No. I think, you know, that's setting them up for failure because the first time something go wrong, they're not gonna know how to handle it. You know, and so I try to with the children that I mentor and even with my children, tell them things like if you get into a situation that's the worst thing that's ever happened to you in your life at that particular time, being able to not just fall apart and not be able to handle it, but be able to maintain some sort of middle-of-the-road feeling about it until you're able to make the decisions that you need to make. And then after that, you know, you can break down and cry do whatever you need to do. That's just like, you know, if you – if your car gets out of control, you know, you lose, and this is the example that I use sometimes, if you lose control of your car sometimes and, you know, it seems like an accident is imminent, you know, you're sliding on ice and you got cars in front of you and you can't brake, you know, not just freaking out, but being able to, you know, try to maintain some composure to do the best you can to manage that situation at the time. Sometimes there's nothing you can do, but sometimes just being able to, you know, be conscious and in the moment you are able to handle the situation. You know, I was in a whiteout once, you know, riding on 94 from Chicago and on the freeway. And in the blink of an eye, it was just like, Snow was just dumped on me. I couldn't even see the hood of the car. And so, you know, your first reaction is to pump your brakes and stop. But then I remember, you know, all those big 18-wheel trucks that I passed, and I knew that they were still rolling. And so, you know, after I hit the brakes, you know, I slowly crept forward, probably doing five miles an hour, but I still was able to move forward. And I didn't know what I was going to run up and two in front of me, fortunately, you know, nothing. You know, I was able to drive through it, but um, 
I understood at that moment how pile up happened on the freeway. You know. Oh yeah. So you know, and so just think of a someone that was panicked and afraid, they're just gonna stop. That's it. That's it. You can't yeah, uh, if you go if you get panicked, you're done. Because I try to tell uh young ladies that I saw when we were in uh swimming and I would tell them, you know, if they're on the deep end, do not freak out. Do not right freak about out. That. Keep your composure and do the best that you can. But what you don't want to do is just go all out because you're going to be dead. That's, That's true. true. But, but, I mean, you, you know, in, in some instances we don't think to educate and teach people that, you know, tra- you know, in traumatic situations, if it happens, this is how you should react. Uh, yeah, but you know, sometimes you have to learn to teach yourself what to do. That's, that's what happened to me. That's what I have to calm down. Calm down right away. Calm down. Because you can, you know, hurt yourself. That is yeah, or die. That's true. Yeah. That's like, you know, um, I was riding uh, last month. I was on the freeway, you know. It was probably about 6 in the morning, and the fog was so thick. I mean, you just couldn't see, you know, the car in front of you and or next to you. I mean, I rolled up on an 18-wheeler in the next lane, and, I mean, I didn't see him until I saw him. Wow. Until I saw his lights, and I'm like, whoa. Oh, yeah. You know, so, but then on the freeway, you know, it's cars doing 70 and 80 just flying right past me into nothing. It was That's like they true. were just driving into a cloud. I, I just didn't understand how people could drive that fast blindly. You can't see. I know I can't see in front of me. So I know you can't see, but you're still going 70 and 80 miles an hour. I just uh, I didn't understand that. I thought that was just an accident waiting to happen. It is, it is. But, yep, that's my defense. I think, you know, we've got some powerful women out here, powerful women in leadership uh, that, you know, when it comes to roles. And they're qualified. They are uh, qualified. That's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. But a lot of men don't want to put them in any positions. That's true. That's true. I mean, a lot of men don't want to take orders from a woman. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so that's I had one state, man on my staff. You know, and he would he, he would tr- try to show him to do the job. He just had an attitude toward the job, and he wanted to be a police officer, and all of this other stuff. He was going to school, Wayne State, and he finally, he finally, you know, he graduated and all of that. But because of the way every, everything builds you up for what you really want, you know, I believe he went out okay, and he got a job. Uh, he couldn't be a police officer because he was too old. And stuff. But then he got into, um, what's it called, parole, and he went to okay. the state department. He went there and stuff, and he started to do the same lackadaisical work. Next thing I hear, this guy told me about him. They gave him an ulcer. After 17, 18 years of being with the state, 
they gave him an ultimatum. He did something wrong as being a parole officer, a probation officer. Wow. They gave you either wow. you, you leave or we'll fire you. Next thing I know, he's writing to me, sending me re- uh, uh, pay, uh, asking me for references of his good work mm. because he's looking for a job. He's trying to get a janitorial job with the federal government. Wow. You have to learn. Wow. You know, you have to go on. It's not the best of situations. So I had to write it up something nice to help him at least get a job. But look at all the benefits that he's lost, you know. You have yeah. to be willing to be willing. Yeah. And it's something to learn in some, everything, you know. Some people never learn. I had to learn. Yeah. So now he, you know, we wouldn't listen then. He wouldn't. You know, he would go and act like he did the work and throw the case, you know. But he tried to do that when the man got hold to him now not doing his job sufficiently. He lost it. He lost after 18 years of being with the, you know, state. And this other guy who came in acting like he, now, Miss So-and-so, I'm learning this. I'm, now, he called me real busy. Miss uh, So-and-so, now, I did get this, but I didn't get this case. But I get these taken care of, taking responsibility for the job, knowing that I'm swamped and all of that. The next thing I hear, he's working with the FBI. All right. Very good job, working with the FBI and all of that. He was the one that told me everything that happened to this other guy. It's the way you see things, the way you handle things, you know. It is sad. It really is. Well, I think we've covered a lot today. What what do you think? I think so, too. Leadership, leadership. There's a need for it, you know. If a woman is qualified. So y'all recognize. They still don't they don't they? We're still being blamed. That's still that's being blamed. Yeah. Men run the world. We got some good women out there. Yeah. They're still in control. The world. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, anyway. Okay, Thank you. so you guys got um uh we wanna say something before you leave. Yeah, any final final words, uh, Ms. Lucy Payne? Yes, I do. I still say if a woman is qualified, she can lead. She has to learn like every everybody else. And um uh the need in the in the black community necessitates that she go further because of the extreme injuries that, that she will be facing. Facing. And it's you know, it's up to her. She has to do it and also teach her children. It's needed. Thanks so much, Denny White, for letting me put my two cents in. That's okay. <laughs> I like your two cents. Maybe I can get some change out of you sooner or later. <laughs> so, uh, well, my fin- yes. That was yeah, my final you. words would just be that, uh, you know, we need to reach back and bring others up, you know. Uh, That's true. If yeah. we, if there's something that we can teach each other or, or teach someone else to help make them better or, uh, you know, put someone else in a better position, you know, not to have a crab in the barrel mentality where I got mine, you get yours, you know, I can't help you because I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to help mine, you know, you on your own type of attitude. I think, you know, it takes a, it takes a village, you know, and, uh, and I think that, you know, in a lot of instances, we just need an opportunity. I think, you know, we have to be prepared because when opportunity and preparation come together, it's a beautiful thing. Okay. That's pretty good. That is true. 
Well, I can say uh, that some people can pinpoint everything wrong about you, but when it comes to correcting themselves, the pen doesn't work. So <laughs> I'm just saying that. That sounds that. like somebody we all know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we everybody knows somebody like that. Yeah. But I thank you all. I especially those that uh, listen. I appreciate you, and hopefully you kind of got something, we hope. So we talked about tonight, should men have authority over women, and we discussed that. So what you got out of it, hopefully, is uh, good for you. And I'll say have a great weekend. And if it's cold, put on your winter coat. (laughs) But uh, have a good weekend. And we'll talk next Friday. It's It's been Let's Talk About It with Jenny White. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you. Okay.